Hello, and welcome to the Just Bible No Fluff podcast. My name is Katie, and here it's all about the unfiltered Bible without any extras. Join me for a focused journey through faith, uncovering the truths that truly matter. Today, we will be uncovering a biblical truth from Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 through 15. So grab your Bibles and let's dive in. The text reads, Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in Him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in Him, who is the head of all rule and authority. In him also you were circumcised with circumcision made without hands, by putting off the body of the flesh, by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you, who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. And he set aside nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the ruler and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing them, by triumphing over them in him. Okay, so now let's zoom out. So the book of Colossians was a letter and it was written by Paul. Now Paul wrote this letter while he was imprisoned and we see that in chapter 4 verse 18. So Paul never met this church, but one of his co-workers from the city where this church was came to visit Paul while he was in prison, and he told Paul all about this church. He told him the challenges that they have and everything good and bad. So the overall theme of this letter that Paul wrote to the church was challenging them for better and greater devotion to God. He was saying not to stay where you're at, but to go for the next step, to get greater in your relationship, to be more devoted to Christ. So let's keep that in mind as we hop into the text. So where we start off in verse 6 says, therefore. Well, we know when we see that word, that means we have to look above to find out what we're talking about. Oftentimes in the Bible, when you see therefore, it means he's getting to the biggest point of the text that he's trying to make. It means everything before was leading up to this. 
So in chapter one, we see Paul give his introduction, and he even gives a, a prayer about what he wants the congregation to be. And at the end of verse one, he starts talking about chap. At the end of chapter one, he starts talking about how sometimes in life we choose the flesh. And he goes on and he talks about how he can't be with them in person. And he talks about how in Christ, we have to choose him. So now that's where he's been. He said, therefore, as you received Christ Jesus. So these are people that have received him. They've already said he is Lord and they have been baptized and added to his family. So he says, you received Christ Jesus, the Lord. So walk in him. He said, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. So he's saying that you have received Christ Jesus. So walk in him. So that implies that they're not always walking in him. He said, be rooted and building up in him. So that implies that they're not being rooted. They're not building up in him. And then it continues instead establishing in the faith. So it implies that if he's saying this is the main point, that they're not doing that. They're not established in the faith. And he says, just as you were taught. So they were taught to do these things. They were taught to walk in Christ, to be rooted in him, to build up in Christ, to establish their own faith. And it says abounding in thanksgiving. So you have to do all this and abound in thanksgiving. So that implies that if this is his main point in this section, that they're not doing it. So let's continue in verse eight. It says, see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human traditions, according to the elemental spirits of the world. So let's pause there. So takes you captive. That's taking you from somewhere that you want to be or know you should be and taking you away from it. What is he saying the things take away from it? He says by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human traditions. So these are the things, and we'll see that later in verse 8, it says, not according to Christ. These are the things that are just worldly traditions. The big example of that is an argument over what color the carpet should be in the church building. Another example of that would be the order of worship. These are just personal opinions. They're not biblical. They're not in the Bible. They're not stipulated. And he's saying, don't let those things be your main thing. What you should be making your main thing is Christ. So he says, you're not rooted in Christ and you're letting the world take you captive. You're letting the arguments and the little things take you captive. And one of the things this congregation was letting take them captive was the idea of circumcision. They were saying that that was something that was now, that was still scriptural. And they wouldn't have fellowship with any other Christians that were not circumcised. So that's where this is coming from. He's saying, that's not something I require anymore. So you can't hold it to someone else. They don't have to. You made your decision, they make their decision, 
but what matters is what God says. So now we start in verse nine and it says, for in him, this is God, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. That deity, that's the idea that God had. So you have been filled in him. And God, who is the head of all rule and authority. So all this means is it doesn't matter what man says. It matters what God says. And man cannot try to bind on other man if it's not in the Bible. And now we're going to get to the heart of it. it. In verse 11, it says, In him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands. So he says, if you have come to Christ and you've been baptized and you've joined the family, you have already done a circumcision, a circumcision of your heart, taking off the things that are not good, the things that are evil. That's the sin, the bad choices, the transgressions. So he continues and says, by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. So what is the flesh? Every time we see the flesh in the Bible, it's used for sin. So we had a circumcision in our hearts of doing away with the world, the sin, the bad choices in life. And so in verse 12, he says, so remember, we got that circumcision of Christ. So now verse 12, it says, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God. So who raised him from the dead? So Christ, he came, he died for our sins. He was buried and he rose again. We have to die to our sins. We have to be buried in the water through baptism, complete submersion under the water. And then we have to be raised up in him with a circumcision of Christ. We have to change our hearts. Our hearts cannot be the same as they were before we gave our life to Christ. We must have a change. We cannot go back to human traditions. We cannot be uncircumcised after we choose to be circumcised with our hearts, like it says here in the text. So in verse 13, it says, And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcised of your flesh, God made alive together with him. So we were dead in our in our transpasses before we admitted our problems. We came to Jesus. We were baptized and we raised again. And now we're going to have heart change. But it says God made us alive. So we were dead before. Now we're alive. But let's finish the sentence. It says having forgiven all all of our transpasses. So we, God didn't just forgive some of them. He forgave all of them after we've been saved. 
So they're no longer on our plate to feel guilty of. What matters is how we live going forward. And that's what he's getting at is he's getting at, we need to make ourselves like in verse six, we need to continue to walk in him after we're saved. We need to be rooted in him. We need to build up in him. We need to establish our faith because we've been taught these things. So let's continue. It says, so he forgave us all of our trespasses. And then in verse 14, it says, by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. So by canceling the record of our debt, that implies we had debt. What was the debt? The debt was from our sins, the bad choices in life that we make, the things we're ashamed of, the things we know better now. So it said it canceled it. So this is just saying again that God took it away when we came to him and were baptized and decided to live faithfully. And then it says, then it ends with this. He set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. So we nail our sins to the cross when we surrender our lives to Jesus. They're no more. They are there, they're dead, they're no more. But do we see that? So today, what's the point of all of this? The point is once we come to Jesus, are we truly walking in him? After we've been baptized and we've reenacted the Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection through our baptism of dying to our sins, being buried under the water and being raised. After we've done that, that's only the first step. In verse six, it says that we need to continue to walk in him. We need to be rooted and building up in him. And we need to establish our faith and we need to abound in it in thanksgiving. Are we doing that today? So today, my challenge for each of us Think about your faith today. Are you rooted in him? Are you built up in him? Are you letting God be established in your life? Let God be rooted in you. Build up in him. Set goals for yourself. Be the better person. Remember this whole letter was about challenging us for greater devotion. Are you going to be greater devoted to God today? Will you be rooted and built up in Him today? Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Just Bible No Fluff podcast. New episodes every Monday. Remember, the beauty of the Bible lies in its direct impact on our lives. Stay connected, stay faithful, and keep diving into the unfiltered wisdom of God's Word. Until next time, this is Katie signing off, wishing you a day filled with purpose and faith.